What's poppin' 10? This is Charmonique, and you are listening to Catch These Vibes Podcast. I'm bringing you a Nicki Minaj Corner episode. So let's just get into it. The disrespect from this industry towards Nicki is the reason why I do these episodes to speak out. Nicki has said she doesn't need her fans to defend her, but as a fan, it is really hard to sit back and watch the blogs and publications like Time Magazine blatantly disrespect her. So some woman named Katie Lang was included in an article for Time that spoke out about some of the potential Grammy winners. So the article was titled Grammy's 2023 Predictions, Who Will Win or Who Should Win or Who Will Win? And so they pretty much went down every category and told a, and, and spoke out on who they felt should win each award and who they felt would win the award. So Lotto, a.k.a. Scratch Off, she was nominated for Best New Artist. And... She, they spoke out who they, who they thought would win that award and then also who should win. And so pretty much the person that they thought should win or that Katie Lang thought should win was Lotto. So let me pull it up really quick because I want to read exactly what was said. Do to do scrolling down. All right, here we are. So, who will win? The case for Anita for best new artist is strong. The 29-year-old Brazilian singer and songwriter star has been on the rise in recent years. Yada yada yada. So, who should win? So, Katie Lang, she says, "I'm not going to lie. I have a soft spot for Lotto." Her braggadocious flow and boisterous, dare I say, big energy is a reminder of why we need to give Southern hip-hop its flowers. Also, anyone who will go toe-to-toe with Nicki Minaj and the Barbs on Twitter deserves a Grammy. Anyone who will go toe-to-toe with Nicki Minaj and the Barbs deserves a Grammy. Hmm. What kind of shit is that? It's bullshit. That's what it is. So Lotto didn't deserve a Grammy because she is talented and she put in the work to be not only worthy of a nomination, but of being a winner. Katie could have easily left Nikki and her fan base out of it, but she spoke on how she genuinely felt. She is rooting for Lotto. But she really spoke on how she felt because people really loved to see Lotto come at Nikki. I think they were living for it. They loved to see someone call out Nikki for being this quote-unquote bully and talk about her husband and his past mistakes. A lot of people have an opinion on Nikki's husband and think they have the right to tell her she should have married someone better than him, as if that Black man is no longer worthy of being loved because of something that happened when he was 15, 16 years old. This is something that not only happens to Nikki, but it happens to every celebrity. 
they're all picked apart and their business no longer is just theirs. It becomes the people's business as well, which is the downside to being famous. Everyone now believes they have a right to your life and your privacy is not important. The people don't consider how your mental state may be affected by the constant judgment from the public. No one really cares until after you die. Once someone is no longer here physically, people want to then talk about all the good someone did or how great they were. The whole time while they were alive, they had nothing but nasty things to say about them. We see this happen time and time again. I personally don't have any opinions on who Nikki decides to marry or decided to marry. That's her business. It's her life and what difference does it make to me who she married? I would, of course, not really be in support of her marrying someone who I felt was a terrible person. But even then, I wouldn't go out of my way to share that opinion every chance I got. There would, there would need to be some, you know, some proof that her husband was just simply a bad guy for me to believe that. Not just some fucked up case in 1994 where he was accused of things that even the victim herself has said he didn't do. I mean, there's videos out there of her saying certain things that lead have led a lot of people to believe that she has not been being truthful. But, you know, it is what it is at this point. So we're not going to even get into all of that. But as a fan, I want to see her, you know, see Nikki happy. And I really think this industry never deserved Nikki. The way they have tried to make her out to be this evil, bitter woman for all these years just to completely ignore the wrongdoing of her peers is disgusting the way they have tried to completely disregard her paving a way for a lot of rappers period male or female is preposterous the sacrifices a person has to make to even have longevity in this music business can be hard to live with you have to spend less time with loved ones you miss out on doing certain things in your own life just to make it all of that can take a toll on someone but Nikki has made it through it all as a fan I can put my once from her aside and say if she never made another album I would be content so I mean obviously I wouldn't I wouldn't like it because I do want another album I do want a tour because we haven't got a tour from her in, in a while um, a U.S. tour, I wouldn't like it because because of those reasons. Um, but seeing how these people treat Nikki is enough for me to put all of that aside. Um, you know, because I can't imagine going through everything that she has been through. I I really would love for Nikki to write a book at some point. She has always been transparent about her road to success in interviews and in her music. But I think a book would also be a great way for her to tell her story in greater detail. A book and a documentary is a must for me before she decides to retire. I think it's only right. But knowing Nikki, I know she isn't done yet. Knowing her, she won't let this game make her run off and hide. She won't be done until she says she is. So as a fan, I do pray she remains strong and doesn't let this industry win. I believe that because music has always been a passion for Nikki and not just a way to become famous and rich. She will continue making music and creating her art until she feels that it no longer serves her. But I also want to add that if she decided to never release another song and just live her life peacefully, 
with her family, I would completely understand. Because the the disrespect and the complete disregard for all the sacrifices she has made, all the the huge impact that she has in over this game, over hip hop, over rap, all like it's it's crazy how many women that have come after her that have been inspired. She has literally literally inspired an entire generation after her. And that can't it just can't really be denied but for whatever reason people still try to deny it people still try to give credit to other people where it's not due and you know that's that's why I I really really find it necessary to do these episodes because I I love to give her her flowers and I, I I love to um, educate the people who may not know or may not be aware, you know, of the different things that goes on um, in the industry as it, uh, you know, revolves in Nikki. So I do want to say shout out to Do We Have a Problem? Just recently, it was the one year anniversary of that song. It came out uh, February 4th last year. So this is some of the things and some of the accomplishments of do we have, do we have a problem? So it was the number one hip hop R&B song on the billboard chart. Number one hip hop R&B song. Um, number one digital sales. 1 million units sold certified. So it's certified platinum. It went number one on Apple Music. It won Best Hip Hop at the 2022 VMA Awards. It was number one on iTunes. Not only the song, but the instrumental was also number one on iTunes. So it did so, so well. It debuted at number two on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. And the video was a cinematic masterpiece. Had some acting in it. It had little baby in it doing his thing. It had some actors in the video doing their thing. Like it just really set the tone for the year. And it was a great way for Nikki to start out the year. So shout out to Do We Have a Problem. I love that song. And um, I cannot wait until, you know, her next drop. So we are post Grammys as I record this. I gave in and I actually watched the show. I I actually enjoy watching award shows. I do. Um, the last award show that I watched was the the Golden Globes, um, or was it the Oscars? Did the Oscars go? Over? I don't. I can't keep. I can't keep up. I know. I I definitely watched the Golden Globes, and then, yeah, yeah, the Oscars. Yeah. So I watched those award shows. And so I decided to watch the Grammys. Um, they did a, a hip hop. It was a 50 year anniversary of hip hop. So they did this hip hop tribute. Some of the people that I uh, that I can remember up there. There was LL Cool J, Rakim, Black Thought, Method Man, Buster Rhymes, Missy Elliott, 
uh, Salt and Peppa, um, Run DMC, uh, Nelly was up there, uh, Too Short was up there, uh, Public Enemy, and hmm, that's like a, a big chunk of the people. But there were some more people that that showed up. So I mean, I I was pretty hyped during the performance. But one of the things that, you know, that was pretty crazy is that they pretty much jumped from Missy Elliott to Glorilla. And it's just like, there's so much that happened between that time. Like, there was no Little Kim. There was no Foxy. There was no Eve. I mean, no Nicki Minaj. It's just like, but before the performance even started, before the tribute started, LL Cool J did say that, Obviously, if we could get every hip hop artist here, then we would have. But maybe, you know, sometime in the future, we'll have opportunities for that. And so I'm glad he said that because obviously everyone is has going to have an opinion about who should have been up there. But they definitely missed the mark with the, the gap between Missy Elliott and uh, Glorilla. I'm not saying Lil Rilla shouldn't have been up there because she does, you know, represent, you know, one of the new rap girls. But I, I do wish they would have had at least one more rap girl. Oh, Queen Latifah. How can I forget? Queen Latifah was up there. Um, so as far as the, the woman MCs, there was Queen Latifah, Salt and Pepper, Missy Elliott, and Glorilla. And I think it would have been nice if there was one more, you know. But it is what it is. I, I honestly did enjoy it. I, I'm glad that they did it. And it was just nice to just see how hip-hop has progressed over time where it started out and where it is today um they also had little baby up there so he was like a representation of you know this new generation also little uzi so i i liked it i actually did obviously it wasn't perfect obviously there should have been more people included but for what it was it i think it was it was a good turnout so the Grammys, they, according to chart data, this is the third year in the row that, so it says 2021, 2022, and 2023 marked the three least watched Grammys in history. And uh, I thought, I think I seen in 2022, it was about, it was either 18 or 19 million viewers. Probably, I think it was 18, 18 million viewers because I think that same year Nikki had did, it was either, this either happened in 2020 or 2019, but there was a, Nikki had did a Queen Radio episode the same night of the Grammys and she had more viewers than the Grammys. I think she had about 19 point something million and the Grammys only had 18 point something million. And so that was the last time it was up there in those numbers. And I think it said that in 2021, it was like 8 million. Um, so I don't know what really attributes to that. The viewership dropping over the past couple of years. It could be that people just aren't tuning in. People aren't really watching TV like that. Um, I don't know. But I do know that the show that Nicki Minaj performed 
the night that she performed, it had the most viewers. And that was in, I believe, 2012 when she did her performance. And after that, they pretty much blackballed her. And the whole thing about her being blackballed is because it was the the same year that Whitney Houston passed away. Rest in peace to Whitney Houston. And she was set to perform and everything. But for some reason, they told her not to out of respect for Whitney. And I mean, not really clear on what the correlation was. Like, why wouldn't she be able to perform like that? That didn't really make sense to her. So she, you know, continued on with her performance. And since then, she has not gotten... uh many nominations I think the last time she was nominated was was it 29 I think she was nominated for a print print I'll have to look it up but it she ain't got all of the nominations that she's been deserving of she definitely should have been nominated for do we have a problem definitely super freaky girl uh super freaky girl was up there with all the other songs that were really dominated a whole lot. It was up there with Break My Soul. It was up there with About Damn Time. It was up there with As It Was by Harry Styles. Like, it's one of those songs that performed very well. It has not left the charts since it's been released. It was released in August. It debuted at number one. The last time it was, last week it was 36. I'm not sure what it is this week. Um, I think it's in the 40s now, 45 or something like that. So it's been remaining stable on the charts and it's past WAP, which was, you know, the highest uh, or the longest, the last longest running song for like a female rap song or collaboration. And it's past that. So it's it's been charting for about 25 weeks. It's going to continue to chart. Um, we would like for it to stay in the top 50 and not go below that. So uh, the barbs are, you know, trying to make sure that that happens. But it's been performing so well. It's a fun song. It's a it's a great song. She did so well with that song. Like, I really love it. I'm, I have, I'm not tired of it. I don't think I will ever get tired of it. Um, and that's how I feel about a lot of her music. Um, she does a lot. I think this was just, you know, something just to hold her fans fans over until she releases her fifth album. And so that was a very smart decision for her. Um, everything she did last year musically, as far as the songs she released, the features that she did, I think were very, very smart moves. And she definitely did a lot or did enough to hold her fans over. Um, of course, with everyone's attention span nowadays, fans, after a couple months of, you know, the fans want their fave to drop a, another song. Like, that's just the way people's attention spans are. Like, they just be wanting new music, new music, new music um, frequently. And it's just not real. It's not realistic, you know, especially for like a real artist like Nicki. She, she only has put out four albums and um some people are surprised by that some people feel like oh she should have had more albums more projects um she has 
what is it? Two. I know it's playtime is over. Beam me up, Scotty. And then is the other one sucker free or something like that? And then four albums. I know it's beam me up, Scotty, and and um uh, playtime is over for sure. But yeah, so she hasn't, you know, put out that many albums. So a lot of people in their opinion could say, Oh, she should have more albums, but she's just never been that type of artist to just put out music just to put it out. Like she, she likes to work hard. She likes to write her own music and I don't know, maybe she's, maybe it's the perfectionist in her that prevents her from just putting things out, but she, she rather put out quality it's not really about quantity. It's not about how many songs she has out there, how many albums she has out there. It's just about, you know, the quality. That's that's the priority for her. So she's not the artist that's just going to put out shit just to put it out. It has to make sense. It has to, she has to feel good about it. And so with that being said, if she wanted to take this year off, and not put out an album then I think that that would be perfectly fine I don't think she she has to put out an album it's not like she's in dire need of putting out an album oh my gosh like I think she can hold off if she wanted to and just you know let these other girls do what they do and see how well they perform because I think a lot of people's a lot of these girls marketing plan does include Nikki. Um, it, it does include bar- arguing with the Barb's. It does include uh, trying to beef with Nikki because at this point, people feel like it's beneficial to have some type of discourse or beef with Nikki um, because. There is a lot of people that love her, but there is a lot of people who also, you know, have disdain or hate for her. And a lot of people, again, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, a lot of people don't like who her husband is. They have opinions about him and his past, and they are just like, why is she with him? Um, And things like that. So because they don't really have anything about her to say other than trying to say things about her character calling her mean call her calling her you know bitter or saying she doesn't really work with a lot of people well and things like that because they don't really have much to talk about her in a negative way they they used her husband um just the other day blogs were posting this this story that came out last year uh, about um, her husband allegedly hitting a security guard. So the situation, she was in Germany, I believe, and a fan got on stage. Um, and I mean, the fan didn't, you know, harm her anyway, but the way this world is set up, you, you have, celebrities have to be extra careful about things like that. So that's why, you know, there's security there and they should be, you know, doing their job and making sure things like that doesn't happen. So I guess 
something happened backstage. One thing led to another. And this man is saying that uh, Kenny, which is Nikki's husband, that he put his hands on him. And then he also, I guess the new, the reason why the blogs were talking about it this year or and why it was brought up a couple days ago is because the new thing is that, I guess the new development is that he says that Nikki threw a shoe at him or something like that. Who knows? But that that point is that story was floating around. It was just like days before the Grammys. And it was just like pretty, pretty funny because it's just like, wow, like all these different blogs are talking about this story. And it's just like, well, first of all, this this happened, you know, last year. Well, actually, the the situation happened in 2019. And I guess the lawsuit was filed in 2022. And we heard about it beginning pretty much around the same time of last year. And then so everyone, all these different blogs were bringing up the story again because I guess the new, like I said, the new development is the she threw a shoe or something. But it's like, it's not really, you know, there's not even really anything new to report on that. So it's just like, why are y'all even reporting on that? Because it's just something that makes her look bad, makes her husband look bad, and it's just negative press. Um, but that's just an example of the things that the these blogs try to do. None of them, you know, talk about all the positive things, like the fact that Nikki was the only artist to work with a, a woman engineer last year, according to Billboard. She was the only pledge taker. So they they did this pledge for artists to work with more women engineers. And so she was the only one that actually did it. And that's um, Malibu Barbie, who is the engineer who worked on Super Freaky Girl. You know, so it's like it's different things like that that don't really get highlighted by these blogs and and publications. Um, I mean, well, obviously it was highlighted by Billboard. Billboard talked about it. So that's um, shout out to them for bringing this up. But it says that the University of California Annenberg Inclusion Initiative is back with its annual report on inclusion in the recording studio and consistent with previous years. It found that women have been woefully underrepresented across the recorded music industry. Those some games, gains have been made. There is good news for women artists this year, said Dr. Smith in a release, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. There is still much work to be done before we can say that women have equal opportunity in the music industry. Okay, so this is an article in it that's pretty much just talking about uh, the way that women are not, you know, underrepresented and not really getting the opportunities, same opportunities as, you know, men. So in 2022, women represented only 30% of the 160 artists on the Billboard Hot 100 year-end chart, while men made up 69.4%, and artists who identified as non-binary made up less than 1%. That 30% representation number is slightly better than the 11-year-old average, which places women at 22.3% of the total. In terms of songwriters, women represented roughly 14% of songwriting credits on the Hot 100 in both 2022 and 2021. 
That represents only a slight increase over the full 11-year period when they made up 12.8% on average. Between 2012 and 2022, more than half of songs did not credit a woman songwriter, while 43% had one or more women writers or songwriters. By contrast, less than 1% of all songs were missing male songwriters. Additionally, the 12 male songwriters with the most credits across the 1,100 song sample, Drake led the pack with 49, while Nicki Minaj topped the women songwriters list with 20. They So, collectively responsible for crafting nearly 25% of them. Women of color landed more songwriting credits than white women in 2022, though the report suggests this is not a metric worth celebrating, since the total number of women songwriters of color in 2022 decreased compared to 2021. 2022 statistics also show that the Recording Academy's Women in the Mix pledge, which asked industry members to commit to working with a woman producer or engineer on a song, had no real impact on the charts. In 2022, only one pledge taker worked with a woman producer on a song that appeared on the Billboard Hot 100 year-end chart. That was Nicki Minaj. Meanwhile, no pledge takers uh, why did I just lose my... Okay. No pledge takers worked with the woman engineer last year. She was the only one. Like, this is the type of stuff that, you know, doesn't really get highlighted by these different blogs. They're not really talking about it, you know. But that's something... I feel like that's a huge thing. Like... And that's, I feel like that's also like a common theme with Nikki. She does these different things that um, pave a way, you know, and, and push things forward in the direction that we need to go for the, you know, the people to try to, you know, replicate and, and follow in her footsteps and, uh, just shouts out to Nikki, man. There was also something else. It, and it's also just like what she did with the the streaming numbers. She argued that the sales should count. This was something that she argued about and fought for back in 2015, 2016. And she was one of the reasons why that change was made. So now all these people are able to have their streams count towards their sales, you know? And someone, this man, very handsome man on Twitter, he posted something last night that said, it's sad that Nicki Minaj can't control her emotions enough to be present for this history moment. She doesn't get along with anyone. And that's why, as talented as she is, she's never invited. First of all, mister, how do you know that she wasn't invited? You don't know that. Second of all, it's because of her, quote unquote, not being able to control her emotions that these different things, these different changes have been made in the industry. And I don't like how... 
her speaking out on things is her not controlling her emotions. Like, what? What? And it's people like him that put that say dumb shit like this that really be pissing me off. What do you mean if she would control her emotions long enough to be present? And I guess he's talking about, I guess he was talking about the hip hop segment that they did. But her speaking out and bringing these different issues to the forefront and to the light is not because she gets emotional and just starts speaking out of turn. Is because she wants to speak out. She has to defend herself because no one else is doing it for her. No, none of these other artists are speaking up for her and taking stands and 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 petitioning or um, going on strike because of her mistreatment. And I mean, they're not obligated to, but I think that will also that would make a huge impact if some of these bigger artists did, you know, take stands and say, you guys are treating Nikki unfairly and I will not be attending your award show or I will not be accepting these awards or, or, you know, accepting their awards and shouting her out. No one has done that. No one speaks out for Nikki. No one does. The only people that really do speak out for her are her fans, the barbs. This is why the barbs go so hard for Nikki. This is why they they feel the need to defend her and um, go to bat for her because no one else is speaking out for her. These other people be quiet. These other celebrities, they be quiet. They mind their business, which is fair. And like I said, they're not obligated to say anything. But at some point, when are these People are going to speak out when things are not going the way that they should be for their peers. Like, when are people going to, like, really take a stand? No one has done that for her. So she's just supposed to sit in the corner and be quiet and not say anything. Ever. But when she does, it's, oh, well, if she will control her emotions, then maybe she could have been sitting at the Grammys. And it's like, fuck the Grammys. Because they have snubbed so many of our black artists so many different times. They haven't gave gave Beyonce album of the year once, which is crazy. And if they were going to give her album of the year for for one of her albums, it definitely should have been Lemonade or Renaissance, for sure. They didn't give it to her. They gave, each time they gave it to a white artist. Each time, every single time, it went to somebody else. And though, you know, Beyonce, she has 32 Grammys. She's the most awarded Grammy winner in history, which is great, which is amazing. But that doesn't mean that she still hasn't been snubbed in some way over the time over these past couple of years or over a time period. And that's just 
how this shit is. It's just that's just how this shit goes. It's the popularity contest. These people, um, they vote for who they want to see win, not who actually deserves it. Oh, Nikki, she's she's gotten, you know. Well, actually, let me use Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce, she's won so many times. I don't have, she doesn't have to get this one. But if y'all were going to give her any of those Grammys, it should have been album of the year. It really should have been. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. The Grammys is over and done with. She has her 32 Grammys and we're just going to, you know, move on. But my point is that it's just not Nikki. There's, so many different examples of them not doing doing it the right way. That year that they gave Macklemore that award instead of giving it to Kendrick. That year that they gave Cardi B that award instead of giving it to uh, Nipsey or Pusha T, whoever, or Travis Scott, some may say. And, you know, I honestly, I really thought that they was going to give Lotto that award just because. That's the way that things was looking. But, you know, I was happy she didn't get it. And it's not, you know, I'm not trying to rejoice, you know, in her losing. But at the same time, yeah, because she she didn't deserve that shit. She didn't deserve it. She didn't deserve it at all. Because for one, how she's still considered the best new artist. For two, I don't even, I just don't feel like she was that mo- that impactful as people try to make her out to be. I don't think that big energy was that big of a song. It's a cute song, don't get me wrong, but I just need her to do more. I need her to do more, do it again, and then maybe come back next year and maybe you'll be more deserving of it. But I don't feel like she deserved that award. So I was happy she didn't get it. But there was people like, you know, like Miss Katie Lang, who wanted her to get that award just just like Nikki, just because of the fact that she argued with Nikki on Twitter and they feel like that that she won that argument, you know. But really, she didn't win it because a person like me, I didn't really fuck with Lotto to begin with, but that situation made me respect her even less. Like, I, I don't. I don't support her at all, and I don't see myself supporting her because I don't respect her. I don't respect her. I don't respect how she came at Nikki. I don't respect how she recorded the phone call and then posted it on online for everyone to see to try to help steer this this narrative up. I didn't respect that at all, but a lot of people did. A lot of people like that shit. They like to see someone go at Nikki like that, and. For that reason, I just was—I was really happy she didn't win. I, I'm just—I'm just being honest. But point is, the, the Grammys, the Academy, it's a popularity contest. They don't give the people the awards that you know that really truly deserve it. There's no reason why Nicki didn't win that Best New Artist. She should have. That was her award. And it's it's an old topic now. I mean, it's been years since that happened and we shouldn't be surprised anymore. So 
as I said before, I I I really do hope that Nikki doesn't even bother with the Grammys anymore because they've completely disrespected her time and time again and she just deserves so much more. And um honest honestly, my hopes for the future are if she does decide to submit any songs or out her album um for consideration that she just she does it and and just you know accepts what will come with that either they you know give her the awards or uh give her what she deserves or they don't I just really honestly don't want to hear her continue to speak out about it because it's clear that they have continued to um blackball her and if she wants to continue trying, then, you know, that's up to her. That's her business. But I just, you know, as a fan, as a supporter, I just don't want to, you know, people have people be able to um, say that she's begging for it or that she is crying or whining about it. Because at this point, it's just like they've shown, you know, their intentions and I don't feel like they intend on giving her a Grammy, like, at all. Um, I'm not saying things can change. I mean, things can change. Um, maybe there's something with the voters in the academy can change. Maybe someone who is in the voting academy can convince other people, you know, that to do the right thing. Who knows? So I'm not going to, you know, say all hope is lost and that it's impossible for her ever to get it. But I just don't, I just don't want to see her, you know, talk about it anymore. I just, you know, but she grown, she could talk about whatever she want. But just me personally, in my opinion, I just really would like for her to pay it dust. And if she does submit anything, that she just does it quietly. And either they going to nominate her or they not. So enough of that enough of grammy talk um i again i don't know i don't really have many predictions as far as what she may or may not be doing or coming out with uh, soon she's been on a hiatus going on almost three months at this point there's been a few instances where the, the barbs have noticed that she's like something or she's she commented on a, a video her Chun-Li video and left a comment or responded to a fan's comment on there so that was the last time that we really you know saw her active so she's she's been online she's just you know probably just been taking time away from it all because I'm sure it's it's a lot it's a lot for a person to constantly have to, you know, see people saying mean things, talking about your your family. Um, so it's very important to take breaks from that and allow yourself just to be free of all that unnecessary judgment and cruelty. So will we be getting any music from her? I don't know. I I really okay, if she does if she does drop music, I will prefer that she does it after Cardi B. 
And my reason for that is, like I said, a lot of these artists, they like to associate themselves with Nikki. They like to make Nikki and the Barb's a part of their marketing plan because it's evident that the Barb's, they have a lot of power. And unfortunately, they do not use their power in the best way, in the smartest way. And because of that, it does help these other artists trend or be a topic of discussion because when all the barbs talking about something, it's going to trend, it's going to get this attention. And speaking of that, I my hope is that the barbs, they get smarter as far as how they use their power and and um because they've been dragging the fuck out of lotto rightfully so but don't be don't call her lotto call her scratch off because if you constantly tweeting about a person their name is going to trend and or if you're constantly under their posts saying different things um it looks a certain way and it looks like you guys are bothered or that you guys are obsessed with with her. And so I just do hope and wish that they would like be smarter and more strategic about the things that they all talk about. It's like, go ahead, talk your shit. Go ahead and, you know, whatever. But just be smarter about it. Like, don't give none of these people free promo because at this point they know that they know how to work with the barbs trying to clap back at them. They know how to use that to their advantage. And I think Lotto has been doing that lately. I really do. So, so yeah, just hope that the, the barbs are smarter with their power and use it in a, in a better way. And really just focus on Nikki. Focus on um, keeping Super Freaky Girl on the charts. And, um whatever Nikki may possibly be coming out with, focus on that. But I, I, I get it. The barbs, they getting a little bored because they can't, some of them, they not able to handle this hiatus. They hate it. They are used to Nikki interacting and, and posting. Some of, some of the barbs there, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's these younger fans or what, but they want her to be, at these parties, they like this past weekend, they w- wanted her to be at the Rock Nation brunch and the Clive Davis party. Like they want to see her out and about. They want to see her post these pit post pictures of, you know, different looks. They see other artists doing it and their fans being able to rejoice over it and, and talk about it. And I think they get a little jealous about that. And so, um, my only thing is, I would say, just be patient, you know. Um, go look at old Nikki pictures if you have to. Go watch old videos because y'all cannot rush this woman out of hiatus. You know, you can't. So be patient. And whenever she decides to step out and do something, you know, she'll do it. But y'all really have to get this, get that out of your head that she's supposed to just be mingling with all these people. I remember I did say that I would like for her to start doing that. I did say I would like to see her out and about a little bit more. Um, but 
I understand why she's not. I understand why she doesn't go to these industry parties. A lot of the people are fake and and it's all about, you know, bullshit. And um, people think that she doesn't go places because she's not invited. I think she doesn't go because she doesn't want to. I think she much rather be at home with her her son and her husband. I think that she's gotten to a place in her life and her career where that is what really brings her peace and that's her comfort zone. Like a lot of people just like being home and being where they're comfortable. And I think also a lot of different situations trigger anxiety. And she has mentioned, you know, having anxiety before not too long ago. So that probably is another thing. Like you guys, you have to really consider all of those different things, not just chunk it up to, oh, she's not invited. People don't like her. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure she does get invited to things. She just chooses not to go. So, and that is what it is. You know, it's her decision. It's her life. She should be able to live it and do what she wants. Like y'all got to stop thinking that y'all can control these artists. Like y'all are, they're puppeteers and y'all, and they're just puppets and they're just supposed to do what you guys tell them to do. Like, that's not how this works. And that's the thing about stands. Like, stands, they're really cr- a little crazy. And I think, you know, there's a clear difference between someone who's just a fan, like myself, and a stand. Like, the stands, I think they get really ahead of themselves and just be trying to control things that they really shouldn't and don't have any control over. So, um, so yeah, I, if she wants to step out, then let her step out. If she don't want to, then she don't want to. I don't think that it should be made a big deal. I don't think it means that people don't like her and that she's not invited places. She just doesn't want to go. And if she's just not in a place right now where she wants to step out. And also some some artists, they only really want to step out places if they have stuff going on. You know, if they have a song to promote or an album to come out or a rollout that's, you know, starting or something. I think a lot of artists only really like to step out on those type of occasions. So maybe when she decides to start a rollout, she, she'll start, you know, going to these different things or maybe not. Who knows? We only thing we can do is just really wait and see. But if you are a true fan and a true supporter, you'll be patient and you will um, just be appreciative of everything that she provided to her fans last year. Again, I definitely feel like it's enough to hold her fans over. So much music, large catalog, so many interviews, performances, a couple movies, like just indulge in those things until then. And I'm going to go ahead and and uh, end this episode on that note. Until next time, until something else happens, until I feel the need to speak on the Nicki Minaj, we out.